This has been a pack season, heavy, heavy on the personal growth. And I have to tell you, I have loved every second of it. I have because each episode really gives you a private and uninterrupted opportunity to reflect on your own life or on your future or on your relationships, your aspirations, your goals. And I want you to think about it like this. At the end of the day, the choice is and always has been ours. We can either take the time to understand how we feel about these things and you know how we want to move forward and be proactive, or we can not think about it, that's an option, and we can just let things happen to us and we can risk not getting the outcomes that we really want. Which way do we want to go? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. Listen, I know that personal growth can be tough because it's tough, right? And some things can be harder for us to talk about than other things, especially if it's a particular thing that you've been running from, right? So I tried to make this season as light as possible. I try to keep that in mind. But when I get into these topics, I get so passionate because my own experiences have shown me how much of an impact these topics or these concepts can have on the way we experience life if we do not fully embrace them. Okay, whether we're talking about our relationship experiences or our careers or our happiness within our lives, you know, in totality. And since this is the last episode of the season, I thought the best way to wrap this thing up was to just take a minute to give you a quick snapshot on my favorite parts of each episode. And I'll start with episode one which was fear versus growth. This one was so hard for me to get out. It was this episode one, right? First impression, ah, I was freaking out. This is still one of my favorites though because this was so incredibly raw. Imagine what it feels like to be afraid to do something. That's how I felt, to be pulled down by one of the strongest emotions that we could experience because fear is wild. You don't know how it's going to show up. You don't know when it's going to show up or what it's going to do to sabotage whatever it is that you have going on. And what's scary is a lot of times when we come in contact with fear, we don't recognize it. It's there, but we don't recognize it. And we turn away from opportunities that are presented to us because of fear. We turn away from things we could be doing to grow, things we could be doing to progress because it just feels uncomfortable and we don't wanna push through that layer. That's how strong it can be. But I have to say, we can't afford to play small in life. We can't afford to shortchange ourselves because that's not why we're here. People are waiting for us to show up. They're waiting for our product. They're waiting for our art. They're waiting for our services. They're waiting for our podcast, right? But in order for us to give it to them, we have to choose growth over fear every time. I opened up in this episode, I really did. I shared my own struggle with fear. I shared how I navigated through it to get to my goal, but it was a process. And I, I really hope that me opening up and sharing my experience will help someone who's trying to move past something or tackle something or start something that they've been being held back from by fear. Episode two, confidence. It's only fitting. It comes next, right? So many of us struggle with this in private. I say in private because everybody likes to give the outward impression that they're confident in what they're doing, that they've got everything under control. But there's this little spot inside of us. If we really 
are honest and we sit and we think about it. And that spot sits between us knowing what we need to do to gain confidence and us not feeling confident, right? That middle spot is made up of fears, it's doubts, it's insecurities. They're all blocking us from moving towards our goal which is operating in full confidence in every area of our life, not just one pocket. And those thoughts that sit in the middle spot, they try to stop us from pushing through. And this is what they do. When we fail, those thoughts try to get us to quit. When we feel insecure, they ask us if we want to pull back. And when we feel uncomfortable, those thoughts tell us, It's okay to leave. You don't have to stay here. Those are the thoughts that we need to be mindful of. And that's what we need to get rid of. And that's the behavior that we need to break. And that's what we talk about in episode two. Episode three, authenticity. One thing I know for sure, we have no trouble putting the pressure on and requiring someone else to be authentic when they deal with us, okay? When they're talking to us or in a relationship with us, But when those roles are reversed and the light is shining on us and we now have to be fully authentic, sometimes we have a little trouble doing that ourselves because we find ourselves in spots where our own words don't align with our actions or with our values or with our beliefs. So we actually go through the process of discovering and embracing who our authentic self is. And once you can do that and operate from that point, it will create a freedom that will enhance your experiences. That's authenticity. Episode four, the house mistakes built. It got real, okay? (laughs) How we handle mistakes and decisions that we have made fluctuates depending on how well we do with accountability. I know I don't like to hear that. It's not a popular thing to say, but it's true. One of the most impactful pieces of this episode was when I shared that I heard someone say in a speech, you can make the mistakes, but you can't choose the consequences. I literally stopped in my tracks when I heard that. I had to repeat that here because that was so powerful for me. It's so true. When we make a bad decision that impacts other people, we usually just want to say sorry. We want to move on. We want to deal with what we feel like is appropriate for us to deal with, but we want to quickly you know, sweep it under the rug because it's hard to face things like that. The thing is, once we make a bad decision, we can't tell people when they should trust us again or how they should get over it or how they should see us going forward. And that can be tough because most of the time we'd rather tell somebody when we make a bad decision, we'd rather tell somebody who we are with our words as opposed to them telling us who we are based upon our actions. We, we don't like that. And let's be clear, that level of discomfort that comes from confronting our mistakes or our bad decisions can sometimes be unbearable. But I have to ask, is it unbearable because we have remorse or is it unbearable because we just don't like those dang consequences? That's just something to think about. Episode five, check your circle. This one was inspired by the incident at the Academy Awards. I thought it was fake at first. I didn't even know it was a real thing. I thought it was staged. But once I realized it was real, it got my mind going crazy and it made me think, Your circle is so powerful, so incredibly powerful, and can move the needle either to the left or to the right. So when we go through adversity, when we face disappointments, get tested, challenged, the people in our circle, the people we allow access to, those people can potentially be the difference in those times between us making a good decision or making a decision that could 
potentially cause long-lasting damage. You've got to take inventory of your circle and determine, do they inspire you? Does your circle challenge you? Do they expose you to new ideas or opportunities? Or is your circle stagnant? Do they keep you involved in drama or confusion or chaos? You got to think about who you're giving access to. It's huge because like I said, we're all going to be tested. We're all going to face disappointments, challenges. That's life. But during your most vulnerable and exposed times, the people in your circle can potentially influence your behavior for the better or for the worse. They're influenced during your peak moments or your moments of adversity. It matters. And food for thought. Let's not just be takers. Let's do a little giving. As you sit in someone else's inner circle, take the time to take inventory of your own contribution to them or to the value that you're providing them. Because as we look at ourselves and what we need to feed our own development or to enhance our future, execute on our goals, we always want to make sure that we are also giving back to others in the same way that we expect them to give to us. In episode six, I shared a very personal situation that pushed me beyond what I was prepared for. And you have to listen to the episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is here. But in that moment, I had to decide, you know, who I was going to be. Do I want to stay down in the pit or do I want to get back up and do I want to face it? This one was actually really hard because I had to be very vulnerable and open on this episode to show that, you know, we all go through things, regardless of age or professional status or financial positioning, we go through things. And when we share those experiences with others, we have the opportunity to help each other by sharing what we learned. Because none of us wanna be associated with poor choices. Let me tell you, nothing hurts more, nothing hurts me more than being associated with a poor choice. If you know me personally, you know that no one wants that. Most of us would rather say that our circumstances have created our environment because that is just an easier thing to say. It's less accountability, but those particular thoughts are the things that keep us in the exact same place, making the exact same decision with the same type of people getting the same outcome. So we've got to change the narrative if we really want to evolve. Episode seven, I tackled dating. I tried to lighten it up. See, I tried a little to lighten it up. I took a piece of it at least, not the whole thing. And I talked about how we make choices in the moment that aren't in line with what we really want and how we choose people that we aren't really compatible with. And then we put these expectations on the relationships and they have no shot. And this is so common. I mentioned what I tend to hear most often is that we crave a connection. We want people to see us for everything that we are and to appreciate everything that we have to offer and how we wanna be you know, special to someone, but we have to be careful that when we're selecting, when we're out there dating, that we aren't so focused on just getting anyone's attention or just getting picked by anyone that sparks our interest, but that we really take the time to understand what we actually need and what we want for our life beyond just a moment. Episode eight is called Change in Process. This episode tackles those casual phrases that we tend to say that end up affecting our disposition. We'll say we want to change something like get in shape, work on our finances, be in a better relationship. But what happens to us after we say it? Were we just saying it because of some temporary inspiration in our environment? Or are we saying it because we have a real desire for genuine change? And deeper than that, 
Why are some people able to achieve those things, but other people can't? The questions had to be asked. Do you really want it? How bad do you want it? And are you willing to change your perspective to get what you want? Because change doesn't always feel good. It pushes us in areas that we haven't pushed ourselves in yet. That's why it's change. And it doesn't happen right away. So we have to figure out How do we keep going? How do we push through our insecurities or our fears or whatever is preventing us or prevented us from going for the change earlier? We've just got to figure out how we can move past that. That's why I love the title, Change in Process, because that's exactly what it is. Episode nine is titled, I Want That. I recorded this after I went to my girlfriend's wedding. In fact, I was in the wedding, which is a hilarious story in itself. And it's about exactly that, how when we see other people getting things, getting married, traveling, running a successful business, how we say to ourselves privately, I want that because it's it's sexy, right? We're inspired. We feel like we should be able to have what that person has. And that's what happened at the wedding. But when we find out what's really involved and how those sacrifices will impact our lives, do we still want it? That's the question because the end result is always what grabs us. It's attractive. But usually we don't have the stomach for what comes in between that, the building phase or the work you have to put in when no one is there to rally you, when no one's there to support you, to motivate you. It's the drive that you need, that you have to have when you cannot see any visible results. The sacrifice in this area, in the areas of time or resources or entertainment, it's a real thing. When you're working to accomplish something, thinking that you're gonna achieve something and not make any adjustments, even if it's temporary, even if they're temporary adjustments, it's not realistic. And your perspective during these times is gonna be very important, trying to make this shift in your mind from loss to gain. So instead of focusing on what you're losing or the compromises you're making or the things you're sacrificing, focus on the gain or the goal, better yet, the place where you wanna be personally and professionally. Think about short-term sacrifices, long-term gains, right? You're shifting the way you spend your time. You're shifting the way you spend your resources in the short term so that you can have the things that you really want for the long term. Now, episode 10 was my milestone episode. This is my baby because I was so excited to get to number 10. And I said, I'm going to be much better at celebrating my milestones. And this was definitely a milestone. So it's only fitting that this episode was about trusting yourself and how there's a super fine line, like literally the size of a hair strand between trusting your gut, your vision, your thoughts, and being open to other ideas and making the necessary adjustments as you execute on your vision. Because really think about this. No one knows what's inside you but you. And a lot of the time, we don't share those very personal hopes or dreams or ambitions with other people because we fear rejection. We do, or we're not sure about how they're going to perceive us. But I'll reiterate this message. If you have something inside of you that you feel is your purpose or your gift to the world, and you're willing to do the work that it requires to get there, you owe it to yourself to explore it. You have to trust the feeling that you have inside. You have to trust your ideas. You have to trust your vision. Trust your gut and learn how to trust yourself. Episode 11 
reputation. This one resonated with a lot of people for a variety of reasons, some of them probably obvious, but I talked about the impact of our reputation and the impact that it has on our personal and professional lives. And I brought up the saying, you see this everywhere on billboards, like a marketing campaign, be young, wild, and free. And I talked about how my interpretation of that is saying, you should do everything that you want to do when you're young before the responsibilities of life tie you down. But what it doesn't say is be accountable, be mindful, or be aware that what you do now can impact your future. Because what happens when some of those young, wild, and free decisions turn into more than moments? and they start to form your reputation. It's a tough conversation because there's something to be said for doing all that you can before you have you know, the responsibilities that prevent you from doing that. So you wanna capitalize on every moment. I think we all get that at some level. I just think that the interpretation of that saying and the lingering effects of that thought process can cause issues for us once we finally get to the point where we have clarity on what we want in either our personal or, or life or our career. And this is a good episode because it digs into some real life scenarios and it shows us where and how we get caught up. And it demonstrates how important it is to take care of your reputation because your reputation is a very valuable asset. In episode 12, it's all about the frustrations that we experience when we're trying to communicate with someone and we are not getting what we need and we're not getting the outcomes that we're looking for. When it comes to communication, we have to take a step back. We have to think about some of the things that get in our way when we're trying to connect with someone, things like our egos or our agendas or unspoken expectations or the big one, our past relationship baggage, right? Because they interfere with the way that we approach things, the way that we respond or the way that we interact with each other. Because for me, one of the more notable things, I think when it comes to effective communication is that it's really important to make sure that you know your audience. You want to know their background. You you really want to know, you want to understand their perspective, their agenda, what they value, what they want, instead of expecting them to conform to you in your communication style, take the initiative to understand what they respond to or what they're looking for or what's important to them because learning how to communicate effectively can completely flip those situations and can be the key to unlocking you know, the life or the relationships that you're looking for. But the choppy part of communication is that we tend to come from a perspective of what we need from someone else. And we lose sight of the goal, which is to be effectively communicating for the benefit of the relationship. In episode 13, I talked about one of the toughest topics for me, which is transparency. Full disclosure, in its full scope, this is a tough topic. Most of us say we want transparency. In fact, we require it from people in certain situations because transparency is important to us, right? As we form relationships of any kind, whether it's a personal or professional relationship, it's important to know all you can about who's on your team or who's in your circle, or who's a part of your life. But when someone requires us to be transparent, and now we don't control that conversation anymore, sometimes we're reluctant to be forthcoming, we're reluctant to disclose or to be open, and now all of a sudden, transparency, which we held so tight, takes on a whole new meaning, and now it's looking like our actual affinity for transparency is very selective, depending on what side we're on, especially when the disclosure is uncomfortable 
or we think it may damage a relationship or impact an opportunity, we're always comfortable disclosing surface stuff. I want to say that. But when it comes to the information that we hold close to the vest, it's not that easy. I said in the episode that not everyone will require it, and it's true, but the ones that do, they require it for a reason. And it's usually because they have too much at stake to take the risk of unnecessarily going down a path with someone that doesn't really genuinely understand or value the importance of transparency. It's a trendy word, okay? And it's usually used loosely, but the true meaning of transparency and action is so powerful. And I believe if you really wanna grow, if you really want to build confidence, if you really want to be more authentic, all the things we talk about this season, you have to embrace the complexities of transparency and really take an honest look at your actions, okay, or your decisions and what you say you want. Because transparency isn't easy. It's not easy to be transparent. I can't say that loud enough. You see, I got quiet because it's hard for me. It's definitely not a cakewalk. It's something I'm constantly working on. And I say that if you can find a way to start to truly open up and accept who you are and get comfortable speaking from and operating in that space, you'll welcome the opportunities to be transparent and to build meaningful relationships. Episode 14, I recorded right when I got back from my trip to Paris. It was my first time there, quick birthday trip, amazing trip with my daughter, but it provided a ton of opportunities to self-reflect. I wasn't even expecting that. You have to hear the story in this one because it led me to realizing how our limiting thoughts can really interfere with our experiences and how if we aren't careful, we can go our whole life being driven by our fears or being driven by our limiting thoughts and that time will end up passing and these thoughts will just become a part of who we are. And then those pockets of opportunities to learn and evolve that kept popping up, they won't come around as often anymore. I shared the story from my vacation because I wanted to show that even when we think we are operating from an open point, which is what I thought before I got off that plane, or that we have it all handled, we will still find those pockets of growth that catch us off guard. And the best thing we can do is learn how to tackle these thoughts as they pop up so that they don't end up being the dominant voice in our heads. This entire season is about personal growth and understanding that at some point, if we wanna evolve, we're going to have to make changes in certain areas of our life, we'll have to. And I wanna highlight, that we have to remember growth is not automatic. Growth is a choice and we get to decide every day what direction we wanna move in. And that's why talking about these fundamental topics like fear or confidence or authenticity, transparency, and the rest of them become so vital because they help us lay that foundation that will allow us to dig deeper into other areas of our lives and really figure out who we wanna be and what we want out of life so that we can move forward with clarity. And I'll leave you with this. Throughout all of these episodes, I talked a lot about how influential people can be in your life, like to your thoughts or your decisions. So as you move through adulthood, really be careful who you surround yourself with, right? Because you're an adult now. This is not when you were a child. You're in charge of who's around you at this point. It's your decision who you decide to let in and who you give access to. Because if you're not mindful, you can give the wrong influence a direct link to your self-esteem. And that 
can really mess you up. That can impact your confidence, your opportunities, and it can impact your future at the end of the day, right? Listen, this has been an amazing season. If you missed any of these episodes, I encourage you to take the time and go through them because when you're able to hear this type of content in private, you can walk through your own experiences without judgment because nobody's looking at you, right? And you can think about your own life and what you really want out of it. Take the time to reflect. I've loved the thoughts that were sparked from these discussions, the feedback that I got. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about my own life and about other people. And I'm looking forward to everything that next season brings. Listen, we're growing, we're adding, we're stepping out. So stay connected with the Fields Effect on Instagram because that's where I'll be giving you all the updates and the sneak peeks of what is coming. So for the last time this season, I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.